Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Kyle Schwarber ready to lead off. The ball swinging, and there it goes. An ambush by Schwarber, and it's one to nothing, Phillies. And he sends Allen to right, hit deep. Carroll turns, and it's gone. A line drive home run. Kyle Schwarber is second in as many games. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, HB. We're uh, getting you set for SEC Basketball Media Days where John Neighbors is going to join from Birmingham shortly. And he had a chance to sit down with Seth Greenberg. So we're going to hear from Seth Greenberg on some of his thoughts where he's talking about not only the Arkansas-Purdue matchup, but he had thoughts on Trevin Brazil, Devo Davis, and also, just on the Razorbacks, the team as a whole, we're going to go to the phones first and bring in J.K. from Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. From the last part of this season, what I'd like to see is that coaching staff at Arkansas at K.J. play K.J. football. I mean, that guy is a hoss, and uh, turn that guy loose, man. Hey, we ain't got nothing to lose, and I'll <laughs> hang up and loose all right, thanks, J.K. Definitely ain't got nothing to lose. J.K. Buddy. says, let, let K.J. cook. Hey, he said he got the dog in him. Let him run. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The funny thing about it is, Joe, he says that, but like we are at this point now where it's like, just go all, just go all out. You don't really have a choice. If you're looking at five games left, you say you can throw out the one game, so you got to win three out of the next four. What do you have to lose, honestly, other than the game again? This, this is the team and, and the time for – making the season happen and kind of going into the season, just forecasting what we thought might have happened at this point. We thought it was a real possibility that they'd be three and four Mm -hmm. when those first three games lose the next four. And this is the stretch that everyone was looking at to say that got five games left to win three. (laughs) And now it changed where they dropped one of those, those games in the opening stretch. And then of course they went on a five game losing streak. And now you're, having to win four of the last five instead of three of the last five. It's crazy how, and you know these early games, that pretty much tells the story because with the with the college football schedule, a lot of those games later on in the season don't get scheduled yet until we see who's sitting where. And when you start getting a lot of those 11 o'clock games, you kind of know where you're sitting. And, you know, the Hogs have had too many of those lately. <laughs> so it's, it's like right now – there, there's really no reason to hold back. I know you, you hear a coach talk, and it's just, just get, it's in a tough situation right now. So everybody just wants to see results. They, they, they want something to cheer about. They do, and it's been a long few weeks, long few weeks without anything to cheer about. Now the Alabama game was close. It was barn burner there, right there, but it's just you know we want to get a dub. The other part of that is they get to return home after so many weeks on the road. They had that that long road stretch. But also, they had a neutral site game before hitting the road for so many games. And then you throw in the fact that they lost the last home game Mm. against BYU when everyone got a chance to see them. So it's going to be a lot of excitement going into this Mississippi State game and looking for the team to get back on track. 
Now, the ultimate disaster that could occur say it, Joe. is if they happen to drop the game against Mississippi State. Well, like you said, possibility, it's, it's there, obviously, with just the way the season's been going. You would like to think they can just, they can just make it happen. That, that opens up just a feeling that we haven't felt in a long time to come in, come in on Monday. I was talking to Basil about it, just, you know, kind of asking him questions, and Basil here somewhat keep it real with me but i can see in his eyes that he's hurting too like everybody is it's just it's tough to have a season like this when your expectations were so high so you know you know you got to be realistic at some point in time it's not like we were going you know win out or anything like that but that be it all starts at that byu game man that just changed everybody's temperature about man this is not what we were supposed to be feeling this early so, but I, I don't know, man. You just you got to take care of business on Saturday. That's all you can do. There was even optimism in thinking that you know it could be three and four at this point, and then went out, you know, last five games or whatever. And if it looked a little bit different, then maybe you would think that. But there was other optimism where it's like, okay, they're going to win those first three games. Yeah. We know it's going to be a rough stretch for the next four. Can they pull one or two wins out of that four-game stretch? And then you're looking even better where you're talking about having four or five wins at this point, And you could be four and three, five and two, either way. So there was more optimism even thinking about, you know, going from that three-game stretch to the next rough four-game stretch. But as it currently sits, we know what it is and we know what they have to do. And so everybody is kind of stuck in the fact that this is what we thought coming into the season. Mm -hmm. But you have to get into the mode of, this is where they are, and this is what has to be done. And I think that's that's probably the toughest part because, like you said, you're right. You hit the nail on the head. You have to get into the this is where we are mentality and this is what we need to do. But everybody keeps harping back to the this is not how it was supposed to be. Like nobody thought we would be this bad off right now. Now, got to be realistic. We understand some teams is going to be real tough to beat, but I don't think anybody saw this. Like where we are now I don't think anybody really felt that way because you get those early preseason or before the season starts. Yeah, non-conference games. Yeah, you get those. And then you also have the predictions. And it's like, dude, it's we're working our way out of a hole that we didn't think we would be in this early. The non-conference so. games are not guaranteed wins, but most of the time when the schedule comes out, people view those as wins. Those are wins that should happen. And then maybe, you know, they look at the conference games and they're – are so many toss-up games when you look at the conference schedule. But everybody assumes with those four non-conference games, those are going to be wins. And if they don't happen to be wins, that's when the season gets thrown off. The people want some primetime Saturday games, Joe. They're they're tired of, you know, tailgating at 7 a.m. in the morning because it's like, dude, we, we want some of those good spots for the games. But you have to win and you have to be, you know, relevant in the sense that people want to see that game. And now it's, Mm, people don't want to see it. <laughs> they just don't. The perspective has changed a little bit, though, on 11 a.m. games where we know with all these TV deals, they have certain windows where teams are going to play, and no, they no. go they go right from those pregame shows, and they don't want to put on a trash game. They want to put on a game that will be able to carry some interest into the next time slot and carry them throughout the day. So, the perspective has changed a little bit as far as, well, it's changed a lot as far as how TV views the 11 o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people, <laughs> once again, stuck in the fact that this is the way it's always been, mm-hmm. and that's how they view it as if you're playing at 11 a.m., it's a trash game. But Texas OU, the great rivalry that is, they've always played at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Over the mo- you know more recent years, they play that early game. Michigan-Ohio State, they play at 11 a.m. every year. Yeah. So those are some big-time, you know, premier games of some of the best rivalries in college football. They play at 11 a.m. But, see, we need a – if we're going to do it, yeah, we need like a rivalry or something at 11 a.m., so I'll give you that. But, you know, <laughs> we're, how we're looking at it, it's like, no. Arkansas-Mississippi State, not a rivalry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. These are two desperate teams that need a win. That's, that's what, was, what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's what I was just about to say. So hopefully, with with that being said, Joe, hopefully Arkansas can be the team to come out on top because we're desperate, man. It, it's just people don't understand, and you know they know just as a fan. But it changes the vibe everywhere, even here. Like we want to win too. Like we want to see the team 
be victorious. We want those wins because it changes the whole vibe of the week, whether it be like the callers calling in, you know, how everything is kind of handled, prep for Saturday. It changes everything. So from that standpoint, we want wins too. So, yeah, 11 a.m., Joe. I guess we, you know who we could ask? Ask Baz and Trey. Oh, yeah. No, they want they, <laughs> they want to be able to sleep in a little bit. Because I mess with them all the time because I'm like, dude. And they got to be there and ready and moving at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. I swung by and helped them out. I guess that was last week. And I'm like, I don't know how y'all do this on Saturday because it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough being four hours before a kickoff. And that's another thing. People don't think about it like that. It's If kickoff is at 11 a.m., everything kind of starts rolling four hours before kickoff, at least here. So, you know, it's it, it changes a lot. We don't mind those 6.30 games. That's a nice 2.30 prep for everything here. That's, that's a beautiful feeling to have. And we uh. We haven't had that in a minute. I need some more of that action. Southern Structural Solutions text line, Penn State at Ohio State is at 11 a.m. And Oh, yeah, we so, have that game, too. Just uh, heads up, we'll have that on Buzz, too, because, I mean, yeah, and I'm not saying there aren't any good games, but y'all know what I mean, because y'all understand <laughs> it, too. Y'all feel the same way. Uh, another game, and, of course, you know, people are going to be watching Arkansas and Mississippi State, but in case you wanted to pay attention to what's going on at 11 a.m., there is Penn State, Ohio State, and also you have the military academies, Air Force, at Navy. So, you know, just to go to the point of 11 a.m., the window there that, you know, is kind of viewed differently from a TV perspective, Penn State, Ohio State is at 11 a.m. Let's go to the phones and talk to Bill. What's up, Bill? Hey, Joe. Uh, hey, Bill. How's it going, man? You're talking about the 11 o'clock rivalries. We played LSU here at uh, Memorial. That was a big tailgate party. Yes, always. It was. It's 11 o'clock. You have breakfast. Have good games at times. Yeah. And have the rest of the day to have fun. I forgot about that. But that was a good rivalry at 11 o'clock. It. Now, Bill, did it change at some point? Because uh, being played on a Friday, a lot of times they would play it at one thirty or maybe two thirty. Yeah, one thirty or two, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so. uh, but it's still on, earlier. It's still earlier. Yeah, it's an earlier game. I, I hear you, it's Bill. Still I hear earlier. you. <laughs> but I live out here at Landmark, Southside of Little Rock, and the pit stop here on Baseline, we would have one hundred and fifty, two hundred people go up there and cook breakfast and tailgate. Oh, breakfast tailgate. That, I, I can't enjoy it. That does sound good. That does sound good. So they used to be a good for us. Yeah, it did. It, 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 it did, and then they changed that when A&M came into the conference. Mm. Now LSU-A&M play that rivalry game right. end of the season. Well, uh, Arkansas-Missouri. I will tell you what. I was working in Galveston, Texas when Arkansas came into the conference. Well, and uh, as in Galveston, Texas, working when Hurricane Maryland came through. Last year, the A&M came into the league. Because I thought when Arkansas came into the league, we were such hot stuff in the Southwest Conference. And uh, living down there, everybody in that part of town, was, that part of the state, or uh, A&M or LSU fans, uh, they're going, oh, A&M's going to do this with us. A&M doesn't know what the Southeast Conference is. It's a totally different breed. Uh, yeah, it's a different monster for sure. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm sorry, good Yeah, I said our SEC is a different monster for sure. Right, yeah. But my from Lynette, Alabama, so I watched Alabama and Auburn growing up. Like, Great rivalry. You know, you know, I'm the guy that went to Auburn for grad school and lived there for 32 years and just moved back. So. All right. Hey, we appreciate the call, Bill. We're going to get into some of uh, what Seth Greenberg had to say about Arkansas. We've already heard from him, Arkansas-Purdue, and playing the exhibition game for charity and just kind of the matchup there, how it works out for both sides where they will get tested, and it'll be a good test for both teams. He also talked about Trevin Brazil. Talked to Musk this past week. He was really excited about not only just how he was playing, but his leadership. Uh, he's really grown up. I was there last year in the fall, and uh, actually, uh, Trevor, he, he got asked to step off the court, <laughs> and he never came back on. Uh, he's come a long way from you. He understands his roles change. 
Look, he's immensely talented. He can step out and make shots. He can protect the rim. He can switch ball screens. He can run the floor. He can impact the game on both sides. Uh, I think it's going to be really important for him to be healthy and to stay out of foul trouble. But his talent level, along with Mitchell's, you know, gives him a starting point for a front court. I also wouldn't be surprised if they went small a little bit. They have that ability. But, uh, yeah, Brazil is, is really talented. One of the most talented players in the country. He's got to continue to embrace his talent. And also, with this team, his role is different. He's got to be an every play, every day dude. Now, he can't take plays off. He can't take games off. He can't, uh, he can't float. He's got to be totally engaged if they're going to be, have a special season. Seth Greenberg also went on to talk about Devo Davis. Now, we know that Devo, he uh, took some time away from the team and thought about putting his name into the NBA draft, and it was in the NBA draft for a number of weeks before he ultimately decided to go back to Arkansas. Well, yeah, to me, what makes him so special is how hard he plays. Uh, you're talking about a guy that's going to play every play. His passion for winning, his competitive spirit. He's a two-way guy that can get in the lane, plays downhill, and the way the game's going to be officiated now, especially with the block charge rule, that aggressive downhill driver has an advantage now, which is really, really important. Defensively, you know how dominating toughness level. Again, another guy who's going to have to have a leadership role and have to be consistent and have to uh, basically know exactly who he is and how they're going to win. And I think that's the dynamic between L and even Port and, and Devo is that all are talented scorers, but all of them probably have to give up a little bit of themselves for the good of the group so that the team, they can be the best version of themselves. Here's Seth Greenberg on the Razorbacks as a whole. Yeah, three straight Sweet 16. Uh, yeah, new faces because that's what Buss is going to do. He's a master at putting together a roster. And I, I compare it to back to his uh, semi-pro day and coach, you know, semi-pro basketball and G League and, uh, and every other league that he's coached, USBL and everything else. Uh, he doesn't worry about bringing new personalities together and trying to figure out to put together a team because he's done it his whole life. And he saw his dad do the same thing and putting together rosters. Uh, I think the most interesting thing to be watched for me is the dynamic between Devo and LS. All right, and them understanding they've got to play together, they've got to trust each other, they've got to compete defensively, but they also have got to be inclusive and get others involved. Uh, that, I think that's going to be the big, big challenge. And then, you know, Khalif is going to be a guy that can really, really score it. And then front court depth is an issue. All right, there's Seth Greenberg on the Razorbacks, and he talked about front court depth. We know that Jalen Graham is a guy who can contribute from the offensive end, but he's had some struggles on defense or has had trouble getting on the court because of rebounding, defense, and other areas. We, we know that he can score, and he adds something there. Now it's going to be interesting to see, can he actually find some time onto the court and that's something that Seth Greenberg was referring to there as far as front court depth. And uh, just a friendly reminder, I've had a few people actually ask me about, you know, the exhibition games. We will not have the game on the 20th because they're not even offering it. It's like not even there for anybody. To UT get. Tyler? Yep, UT Tyler. So just that's, that's why everybody kind of is talking about the Purdue game, which, you know, is a charity exhibition. But we will have that game. We won't have the UT Tyler game. But, dude, it's talking about expectations. Hey, he, he talked about it. A few Sweet Sixteens, man. We're getting spoiled with the Razorback basketball team, so it's it's definitely high expectations for this season. Southern Structural Solutions text line: Ginger and Kane and Sandy. They say when the Hogs lose, it's definitely a buzzkill for us because we don't listen all week. Now, come on, Ginger, Kanan. I guess they don't want to hear any kind of negative talk, so I guess maybe that's why they stay away. Understandable, but. They said that uh, they're really interested and hoping to hear some good things from SEC Basketball Media Days and that they miss seeing us. So it's always great to hear from Ginger and Kane and Sandy. For sure, for sure. I appreciate y'all listening. But, yeah, it's, I understand. And like we said, we, we don't want you to tune all the way out. Just don't turn us all the way off. But at the same time, I understand it's after a rough weekend you don't want to have a rough week listening to everybody kind of be down. But we, we try to kind of hype you back up, get you motivated, get you ready. That's why we need some wins, Joe. Yeah. I'm trying to get a dub. What's interesting about it, though, is it seems like people are more active in talking about it when we do have a season like this, more so than 
a, a really good season. Now, you know, everybody be in good moods and maybe send some messages or whatever, but and everybody, you know, just seems to be like in workspaces or whenever you're out and about, they want to talk a little bit more as far as, you know, from the positive side. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot of reaction when it, it's like this. Now, it does get repetitive, <laughs> but it you do get of a, a lot of people talking about it because they want to know what the next move is going to be. Mm-hmm. Can the offensive line be improved? Can we see a turnaround, you know, with the schedule softening up at this point? Or then they want to talk about, you know, what kind of changes need to be made if things don't change from what it is right now. I, I'm going to tell you one of the biggest things I get, like, at the gym. Somebody come up to me and say, hey, man, you think that's it for Pittman, man? You think it's over for him? I'm like, I don't know about all that. It's just he needs to we, – we need to do something. But that's probably the thing I get the most whenever I'm out and about. Like, people, they feel like if he doesn't take care of it this year – but what what can he do, Joe, to kind of gain back their confidence other than win out and we just don't win? That that, yeah, that's it. That That's the only thing that can be done as far as people on the outside mm-hmm. and gaining the confidence like you mentioned. Now, as far as the team itself, they still are engaged and they feel like they can go win games. Oh, yeah. But it's just a matter of getting those results when you get on the field because they have been close, but close is not good enough. You have to pull out these games and get wins and then be able to get back on track, and you have to do it one game at a time. You can't go win, you know, four games at once. You have to go win each game as they come along. You have to do it one at a time. I think you hit a nail on the head. The players are still riding with them. Players, but the people, yeah, they, they, they won't win, and that's about it. And so it could get interesting just kind of projecting what people are seeing that, that could happen and how the season could end up, but it's five games left. Got to let these five games happen. Please. Please. (laughs) More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Kyle Schwarber homered twice. Trey Turner added a solo shot of his own. And the Philadelphia Phillies blinked the Arizona Diamondbacks 10 to nothing on Tuesday in Philadelphia to take a 2-0 series lead in the National League Championship Series. JT Realmuto and Alec Baum each had a two-run double for the Phillies. Aaron Nola improved to 3-0 in the postseason. He allowed just three hits with seven strikeouts over six innings. Game three of the series is tomorrow in Phoenix. Meanwhile, the American League Championship Series resumes today with Game 3 at Globe Life Field in Arlington. It'll be a battle of right-handers as Max Scherzer takes the mound for the Rangers for the first time since September 12th. The Astros will counter with Christian Javier. You can see that game on Fox Sports 1 just after 7 o'clock tonight. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Justin Anchor reminding you that Sterner Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Sterner Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Sterner Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SterterPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Sterter Pro Painters. The pandemic is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay. In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19. The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna. 
Hustle up. We've got eight more floors to go before lunch. Sarusha's window washing business is reaching new heights. Wipe, wipe, and let's roll. They need more certified cleaners to keep online reviews crystal clear. Team, I know we're hustling, but watch for streets. Candace, can you give me a hand over here? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. We're back here with Wild Bill and Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down goal to go, just outside the five. In the gun, KJ bad snap, balls on the ground. Jefferson picks it up, rolling right. Got a man, touchdown Arkansas. Armstrong in the back of the end zone. The snap hit the turf. KJ never panicked, picked it up, rolled right. And the throw was right on the money. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Joe Franklin, HB from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. It is a wide open Wednesday. We've had uh, plenty of reaction and interaction with people getting in on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. And you can call also 501-661-1037. Make sure you get into the text line on that same number. 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Also, you can get into the show with Asher Record Life and Feedback. So those are all the ways that you can get into the show today. Angel Reese, we know that uh, she's doing good in the world of women's college basketball. Yes, and she, is. she even is doing so well with NIL deals that she decided, you know what? Stay in college for another year. There's no need in going to the WNBA because... That's almost like taking a pay cut Dude, for it. and that's the crazy thing to say out loud because that's exactly what everybody's thinking because, yeah, like you said, they know how much she's pulling in from NIL. And just, yeah, man, that, that's that's tough from both sides of things because uh, you hate that it's that way, but that's just the real right now. So, Angel Reese, the latest NIL deal she has is with Reebok. And the reason she was able to land this deal with Reebok is because Shaq just took over on the leadership team at Reebok, and he's going to make Angel Reese the first athlete to sign an NIL deal with the company. Shaq says, for my first appointment in his role, I ha- it had to be with the GOAT. He calls Angel Reese the GOAT. <laughs> That's he, great. And he said, there's no one making a bigger impact on the game right now than Angel Reese. And then Angel Reese also said, uh, she made a statement on it where she says, I'm honored to be working closely with one of my Longtime mentor Shaq, along with the brand that I've admired since I was just a little kid. It means the world to me that they trust in me to extend their legacy to a new generation. And Reebok also let it be known that Angel Reese is she's going to they're going to create a capsule collection, which is going to launch at the back half of 2024. 
but also that the company is going to give her input on product designs and provide feedback for a relaunch of Reebok Basketball in 2025. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. And I don't know, I was answering the call. I didn't know if you... Did you say anything about uh, AI being a part of that uh, organization now? Because I know as you say Shaq is one of the heads and AI is like vice something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, didn't mention AI, but AI had a lifetime contract with, with Reebok. Now, so how about that? Right <laughs> you had the lifetime contract with Reebok and the Sixers still pay him Man. to be an ambassador. Dude. So... You know, as far as him and the way his career ended, mm-hmm. it may not have ended the way that you would hope for or that he even hoped for, but he he definitely made his imprint on the game of basketball. Oh, for sure. And a lot of people still say he's one of the most influential just as far as styles and gear and swag, as the kids put it, because, you know, a lot of people still look up to AI because they, that, that kind of gave them the feeling of, hey, I can wear the stuff that I like wearing. I can be comfortable. Now, you know, you still got players on the sides with suits, but, you know, AI really did kind of change the game you really as far did. as, you know, kind of streetening it up. I mean, some people may uh, be upset <laughs> about that, but I love AI for that and that alone. Let's go to the phones and talk to Brent and Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, Joe? I'm glad that I think it was, was a headband that answered the phone. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Brent? How's it going, man? What's up? I believe the first time I've uh, ever talked to you, uh, but I got two things. The first thing, this game coming up Saturday, it's going to come down to the wire, boys. <laughs> it's going to be a last possession game, Holmes versus uh, Mississippi State. It's going to... It's going to be tight, tight, tight. It would not. It would not surprise me if the final score was twenty to seventeen. Mm. Twenty seventeen with who winning, Brent? Well, <laughs> I think the most points the Hogs can score is twenty, so I'm going with them. There you okay, go. Okay, good, good. See, if we weren't involved, hey. I feel like I would be happier about a close game. But yeah, I'm. I'm nervous, man. We've had too many of those. I'm scared to death. But, <laughs> hey, I want to talk to y'all a little bit about what y'all were, while I was on hold, y'all were talking about Allen Iverson and Reebok. Yes. I got one, I got one thing to say about Allen Iverson. He played hard. Oh, boy. Every every game he was out there. And he was he was priced. I don't care if he practiced. We're talking about practice. <laughs> talking about practice, but in, Brent. A, but in a game... He gave it up for, uh, I think, what was he, about 5'11", 6 foot, maybe? 6 foot was shooting. Yeah, he's 6 foot, for sure. <laughs> for, I mean, he just threw his stuff around. He wasn't afraid to get beat up. He got, he, he was the he was the best player pound for, I mean, pound for pound. In his era, he was, he was can't miss television, man. Yeah, you see a lot of players just talk about, you know, how tough he was to guard and stop. And like you said, AI was not the tallest man on the court by no means, but he could score at will, whether it be pulling up or going inside. He was just that tough and, because he did not and, stop at all. You know, you know, he was also a high school All-American football player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, had a lot of the records. Yeah. Yeah, had a, had a bunch of them, but uh, he could have been a – I don't know if he played quarterback. I think he played he did. quarterback. I think he did. Yeah, he played quarterback. So, Brent, he grew up in the same area as Michael Vick for the most part, you know, closely knitted area. So all the the records that Michael Vick got in high school, he was breaking all of Iverson's records because Iverson had them hey, before. Man. Hey, let me give you all a forego. I got to tell you, my dad, you know, go coached college football forever, and he was recruiting up at uh, T.C. Williams high school in Virginia when he's at the University of South Carolina and uh, he goes and watches, he's recruiting some guys, he sees this receiver and they say, what's his name? Uh, they said, that's Hubert Davis. My dad said, he can, he is going to be an all he's a great receiver. They said, come watch him practice basketball. And my, and my dad saw real quick, he said, nope, he's not going to be recruited for football. Basketball is where he needs to go. But he was, Hubert Davis was an All American high school receiver, too. Yeah, it's amazing with some of these dual sport athletes, just how, how good they really are in crossing over to different sports. And, and you know, now, Joe, 
you probably wouldn't get to see that a lot because there's so much uh, specialization now. Right. Yeah, it definitely has changed, Brent. But you, you know, occasionally, the- yeah, occasionally you'll see some players like, um, you know, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, for example. We know oh, yeah. about the football player he was. We know about the baseball player he was. Recently, highlights came out with him and his basketball, and the guy was an amazing basketball player. I didn't know him as a basketball player, but when my dad was coaching in South Carolina, we had the baseball, Metro Baseball Tournament. The Dion takes off his baseball, goes and wins the, goes and wins the he's on the relay team for Florida State. They go and win the, the full Four by one hundred relay. He, he runs in his baseball pants. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah, that's not surprising. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Not surprising no, at no, all. No, 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 no. Heavens no. We all have a good. Hey, headband. We're not gonna let John back on now. No, hey, that's fine by me. I think he may have an issue with that, but it's it's all good. You know, I, I know Gary, so I know how to change the locks and everything. So we're straight. <laughs> okay, you guys have a great day. All, all right, right have a good one, Brent. What, what did uh, Dion say on uh, Saturday Night Live? He said, do I look like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Do I look like I care what you think about me? I'm going to just start saying that just all the time. I, I love that right there. Love that. But. Man, what a great skit that was, too. It really was. If you haven't watched it, did y'all play it? I feel like somebody... The Zone played it. Zone played it. Okay, yeah. It was uh, Keenan Thompson as uh, Dion Sanders on Saturday Night Live since the New episodes just started this last Saturday. It was funny as all get out. It Man, really Keenan is amazing, too, just <laughs> with how he's able to bring those characters to life. He really is. Southern Structural Solutions text line, HB, how many times do you think Dame will drop a three-point bomb, a three point bomb for the win during a regular season game and in the playoffs? Because that's what he specializes in. That's what he does. I think he's going to get a couple in the regular season just because you know that's what he does. I want to see him get – yay, Dame time. I, I want to see him get some in the playoffs. See, that's the thing. Dame has been so good for so long. And, you know, he's had a, a, a couple of, you know, nice shots and some pretty big games. But we want it in the biggest of games. We want Dame playing in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, for a chance to go to the Finals. So I, I think he's going to have a couple good ones, man. And that that's another reason why I just I feel like Milwaukee's the best team in the East. You know how bad Dame wants it. Giannis has already done it. And you put them together, it's dude, it's going to be fun to watch. It really is. We've seen with the Western Conference, too, that some of these teams that they put together with, with the talent that's been in place. And with the Blazers, it wasn't ever like they just you know brought in players. Mm-hmm. But it was a credit to not only Dame, but whoever the coaches were at the time. And even through different coaches and different lineups that they were able to still have success, get to the playoffs. And they even went to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, but hey, like you said, that that right there just kind of shows how good Dame is. Because even with those times he went a little bit farther, you never felt like they had a chance to, you know, make it to that next level. The Warriors held a lot of teams back. Boy, though. they really did. But I'm, I'm interested to see now, right now, expectations are high because he has a chance to actually do something. I wouldn't mind them getting it all just for him to get one because he's been playing well for a long time so i kind of want people to kind of see how good he really is and they really haven't been watching him that much Mm -hmm. because he's been pinned on the west coast and they didn't want to stay up late for those games but yeah he is one of the more incredible talents in the nba and you you do cheer for guys like that to because they're viewed in such a different light if they do finally win a championship I mean, look at Charles Barkley. We know that he was such a great player and never won, and they still even mess with him to this day about not winning. So just winning a championship, even if it's in a different role, puts you in a different light and on a different level. For sure. And that combination, Giannis and uh, Dame, they got the best nickname ever, Freak Time. Have you heard that? No. Uh, Yeah, that is. Freak Time. I love it. Yeah, 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 definitely. They they got that on lock already, so they're good to go. Oh, We're going to be looking forward to seeing them on the court together. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. Make plans now to be at the Pine Bluff Regional Park Saturday, October 28th for one of the world's largest barbecue championships. It's the annual Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino. Food trucks, sampling, craft vendors, games for the kids, and it's all free for the entire family. And this year's event is headlined by Bluffett, featuring the Son of a Sailor Band's tribute to the one and only Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. For more information, visit smokeonthewaterbbq.com. This ad paid for with accommodations to take funds in Arkansas's Land of Legends Tourism Association funds. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. 
factory trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Frank Broyles always had an eye for talent, which was on display when he recruited a terrific running back from Brinkley named Jerry Eckwood, who went on to become a first-team All-Southwest Conference performer with an amazing 7.6 yards per carry. He was a key performer also for the formerly hapless Tampa Bay Buccaneers, leading them to the 1979 NFC Championship game. Eckwood remains a hog and buccaneer legend. Eckwood has been going through some health problems lately, so all of you out there in Razorback Nation say a prayer for this good man. Stop by today at Doublebee's for some delicious Chester's Chicken, Big Rock Pizza, or an amazing breakfast sandwich. Or, if you're like me, a State Fair quality corn dog. I hear one calling my name now. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now, because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Blast into a new year with The Rocketman Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my the hell! So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hawks Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, HB, going to be joined by John Neighbors, who's at SEC Basketball Media Days. He's going to bring us up to speed on everything going on 
not only with Arkansas men's basketball, but some of the other teams around the SEC. And then tomorrow, it's going to be SEC women's basketball, who's going to be on the platform. And uh, we're going to hear from Coach Neighbors and some of the players there. Right now, we're going to give you your Razor Hog update and hear from Coach Pittman and some of the players. We're actually here from the players, Razorback football players on Mississippi State. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, with your Razor Hog update, we're going to hear from the players and about Mississippi State's quarterback situation. Um, we're preparing for either one of them to play. So we know the uh, other quarterback, number 14, we know he likes to run the ball a little bit more. He's more athletic than the other quarterback. So we're just preparing it for, for both of them. Yeah, uh, I feel like he uh, really likes to pull the ball a lot more, like Eric was saying. I mean, they run a lot of... Uh, What's it called? I mean, he'll, he'll pull the ball a lot, get downhill quick. And, I mean, but the biggest thing we're preparing for this week is for us just to play a dominant game uh, on all stages. I mean, we gotta get we got to get a win for our fans. we got to get, get a win for us, you know, so we can uh, start the run. Also, Landon Jackson, he was asked about the big game that he had and how he feels coming off that game against Alabama and then going into the Mississippi State game. Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, I finally fully transferred what I've worked in practice every day to the game, and I think it paid off big time. I mean, I used a lot of hands and uh, really just had my eyes on what I was attacking. Team has been away from home for a while. They've been on an extended road trip. Eric Gregory talked about coming home. It means a lot. Just get the fans, get our fans back here their sport behind us and stuff like that. And kind of like Landon said, man, it, we, we got to start our run. We have to, it really starts with us. We have to make sure our game is right, our little small details. we not really too good on right now to clean those things up to get back on that streak that we want to be on. The players also commented not only about Mississippi State and the quarterback situation, but they talked about the Mississippi State offense. Yeah, as a team, I feel like they run the ball a lot more. Uh, they run the ball quite a bit, and they got a really dominant running back. And uh, their offensive line, it's, I think they re- they're returning every starter. So they're, uh, they got a lot of age and uh, a lot of knowledge. And they, they're pretty big and play, play well against the run. So, I mean, we just got to stop the run and make them throw the ball. You're kind of like what Landon said. They're more like a, you kind of see them more, they're kind of a little more of a run team now. And just the, uh, from the O-line standpoint, they're, they're long, they're tall. So they, they like to use their length a little bit and they're athletic. So they'll be able to move and get to the spot that they want to get to. We've seen quite a bit from Isaiah Satania in the return game, but there were uh, plenty of people that wanted to see him make more of an impact on offense, and he did that in the game against Alabama, and now he's uh, being asked about his role on the offense and the offense in general. No, I just feel like the theme for this year has kind of been defeating ourselves. I feel like the teams that we've been playing have obviously been good, but whenever we're on and we're doing what we're supposed to, I mean, nobody in the country can mess with us. And whenever we start doing these penalties and, you know, missing assignments, that's whenever we start hurting ourselves. I mean, everybody on the field truly has to do their, their job to the fullest, and whenever you get that all done, that's whenever the big plays happen. So, I mean, I know that'll keep happening, and, I mean, we're excited for this week again against Mississippi State. Max Fletcher, who plays for the Razorbacks, and his brother also played for Cincinnati, and they actually were able to match up last season when Arkansas and Cincinnati played. Max Fletcher was asked about how he got here to Arkansas. I think it was maybe July 2020. Um, I sort of joined the Pro Kick program, you know. Um, I'm thankful for, you know, Nathan Chapman and John Smith and, you know, Tim Gleason over there. They did a really good job with me, but... I believe it was, I think I graduated, you know, high school back in Australia 2020 and then I joined the academy in January 2021 and then 
Obviously, I think the first call was made maybe March of 2021, and then I believe, you know, Coach Fiam gave me the call, and I think it was like 3 a.m. in the morning, so I was pretty, I really didn't know what to think of, you know, a random person in the U.S. <laughs> calling me, but, um, and then, um, and then it was, do you want to come to Arkansas? And I said yes, and the next day I got my visa, and then the next day, you know, I got the offer, and, you know, there I was, so it was a really quick process, and, you know, I'm very blessed, like I said just before, you know, Coach Pitt and Coach Fiam, you know, changed my life. There it is, your Razor Hog update. Hearing from the players going into the game against Mississippi State. Are they ready, Joe? Are they ready? If they're not ready for this one, then uh, there are big problems. (laughs) Like, really big problems because, you know, as we've talked about, they're in a five-game losing streak and they get to return home. Now, you can't control the fact that if Mississippi State comes out and and they beat Arkansas, you know, it, it. sometimes things like that happen. And these games aren't played on paper. You would give the advantage to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, what happens on the field, you still have to go out and play those games to get the results that you're looking for. I think they're ready, man. I, I hope they're ready. And you, you hate to say this whenever your back is against the wall because people say it all the time. It's a must-win game. You know, they say that all the time. <laughs> but, but I do. I don't even want to say it, but you know what I'm about to say. It, I it really feel like they have to win this game. But I think by coming home, you're on a losing streak, back at the house, so much energy should be pumping. Like I feel like everybody's going to be on point because they know that the home crowd is going to give them a little something extra. So, yeah, man, don't want to say it's a must-win game, but it would be really nice to go ahead and win this game. It's a game that will determine if the wheels fall off. Oh, and man. and not, not for the team still because they still believe, but for everybody else that's kind of hanging on at this oh, point yeah. on the outside, the fans, that's what kind of game it is. It's the, the wheels. Are the wheels still spinning mm-hmm. or do the wheels fall off? Yeah, and yeah, everybody kind of clocks out and starts thinking about basketball season, which because it's here too. It's, it's right here. So, like you said, we'll, we'll see who's all invested on Monday morning. According to Bet Saracen, Arkansas is a six-and-a-half point favorite versus Mississippi State and the over-under 49-and-a-half. So, they expect that both teams will be able to score plenty of points in this game. Come on, Hawks. Just, just, just one, one game at a time. Another thing that people say all the time. We have Hour 3 coming up on Out of Bounds. It is a wide-open Wednesday. Several ways to get into the show. You can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Asher Record Live fan feedback. Stay tuned. More of Out of Bounds. Hour 3 coming up. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 888-665-0577 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check as easy as... That's 